Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of My Darkest Hour. Thank you for joining me. It's good to see all of you. Well, actually, you can see me. I can't see any of you, but that, you know, kind of goes without saying. Anyway, glad to have uh, my guest on tonight. Uh, I want to give a shout out to everybody over at Paraflix, making everything happen. Uh, a lot of big things in the works. Uh, me and Patty have been very busy. We got even more stuff coming up, so we're real excited to share that with you guys. Um, in Paraflix land, of course, I have the classes coming up for the Magicus University. Uh, Patty and I are doing a series on hauntings and uh, people who have attachments. So for those of you who are interested in learning a little bit more about dealing with the paranormal and learning more about attachments and some of the best ways to deal with them, uh, join us for the university magic test sign up for the classes on patreon we will get you guys in there we do send out a lot of paperwork so you guys have the classes that are written out for you guys so you can go back and reference your notes and that always helps when you're getting into that next level of paranormal investigation um like i've been saying for years you know i've been doing the show for i can't even tell you how long now it's been quite a while and Everybody likes to get into the ghost hunter adventurer style of investigating, uh, especially if they're watching a lot of the TV shows, which they call reality TV shows. Uh, I'm on a lot of those shows, especially lately, and uh, it's kind of reality. We tell a story and we bring you guys on the adventures, but there's a lot of things that happen in the real time, in the real world stuff. And this will bring you to the next level. A lot of people want to go out with the cameras and take pictures. Uh, they want to do uh, audio work. They want to do EVPs. They want to play with the blinkies. Uh, I love all that stuff. I love the spirit boxes, even when the spirits are calling me nasty names. Uh, it's still very interesting and it just brings us closer. But you get to a certain point of that next level experience and that's when we start getting into things that are not so friendly and they aren't all cast for the friendly ghost. There's some more things out there that are malevolent and can be very harmful. So this class will be on dealing with those type of subjects. Speaking of which, tonight my guest is a longtime close friend, friend of mine. And uh, when I say close, I, I, I guess close wouldn't even be close enough. This person is uh, like family to me. We've been friends a very, very long time. We've been doing the paranormal stuff together for many, many years. You guys know I'm a dinosaur, and I've told you how I've been investigating paranormal for 30 years, and that's organized paranormal work. Uh, I was doing things before that, which was not so organized, which led me to become organized, because I learned from a lot of the mistakes that I was making, and I wanted to group it together and teach other people about what I've learned on my experiences. This is one of the people who I brought on that we, we teamed up and started doing a lot of stuff together, and it worked out really well. Uh, a very big asset, not only to my personal life, but to the paranormal teams as well. She is one of the top-ranking members of Pacific Coast Paranormal, uh, my team that a lot of people ask about and follow. Uh, and thank you guys all for doing that and asking questions. This person... Uh, I've worked with her for so long, I've seen what the natural abilities that she has working in the paranormal. 
and people go, what do, what do you mean by that? You know, I used to go out and take a lot of pictures. You know, I always do pictures of all the investigations. And one of the things to do is like sweeping and learn different styles and stuff. Um, and I learned from the psychics I've worked with that it's not always about the camera. I mean, the camera is just an extension of who we are. It's the tool we use to get those pictures. Um, but I've been pointed out that I used to get a lot of good stuff in my camera. And they would say, it's not the camera, it's the person behind the camera. The spirits are interacting with you and the camera device that they're <clears throat> connecting to you. And that's awesome. It makes a lot of sense. There's electronics in there. There's batteries in there. <clears throat> they're feeding off all that. So, and if they like you and they like your energy, they're going to connect with you time and time again. This person has exactly that. Uh, I've been on hundreds of investigations with this person, and she's been able to take her camera and make that contact with the spirits to really define what she's doing, and she's uh, making that connection. And she gets incredible evidence. You know, we, 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 we've done paranormal TV together in the past. Um, looking forward to doing more paranormal TV with her. She's been, she's part of uh, the Paraflake season one episode of The Night at Majestic. She was part of the Pink Full Moon Seance episode two. Um, I got some more stuff that I'm going to uh, republish again that she's in. Um, so I really want you guys to get a chance to really know my guest, Tara Mead. Tara Mead is a, a spirit photographer, you know. Um, a lot of people say, well, what does that mean? That means someone who specializes in that connection that we were talking about and gets phot photographs of spirits. Um, and we're not talking about just uh, random mists and things like that. Uh, she's actually come to me with such incredible photographs in the past that I had to doubt myself and really evaluate what I'm looking at because some of the evidence was so clear. It's like, how, how is this possible? But I, I know this person really well, and I know the situation of some of these uh, pictures that she shows me. I was around that time, so there's no way that person could be in that photograph because that person died weeks or, or months prior to that. You know, her, her pictures are, are published in multiple books. Um, her stuff has been seen on TV, on, on multiple TV shows. Um, and it's not just ghosts. She gets some strange type of anomalous um, uh, entity type stuff that could, could not even be from our side, could be from the other side coming through that we don't even notice in our everyday life. But they're there and they're existing, and she's been able to photograph a lot of that stuff. Um, so without hesitation, uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring her on. So let's, let's get Tara out of the, the green room so we can get this party started. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Tara Mead. Yay! Thank you. That was a beautiful introduction and made me feel so good. I love that. Thank you. I <laughs> no love problem. You. You know? and, I, and, I'm just, and I'm just telling the truth. You know, I've known you. We've been close friends for a very long time. We've been doing the paranormal together uh, forever. You're one of the longest running people I've ever worked with in the paranormal. So it's been a ongoing great uh, adventure for me learning from the stuff that you do as well you know we've been teamed up and 
you and I have gone to so many places together over the years. It's just incredible evidence that we get. And it's such a great journey to be alongside working with people like you. Thank you. And I have learned so much from you. And that's where it all started, the deep scientific investigations and everything you've ever taught me. I've listened. I have forgotten nothing. And I'm really thankful for that, really, because I think you're incredibly scientifically bright. You know so very much. And and you're my mentor. And that is what I say <laughs> in one of my books. Wow. Because I really have learned amazing things about the other side where nobody can really teach you. Not just anyone can teach you these things. So I appreciate that very much. And it has been a pleasure. We have done so many things. And to validate one another is great. It's just the best. And you can, it's the best, it's a second Okay, well, we've got this together. You see it. I have it on photo and you see it with your own eyes, which is beautiful. I think, you know, just so many places we've been that has happened quite a bit. That's awesome. And well, that's a lot of pressure on me. I feel like I'm on the spot. Like, really? But, <laughs> but once again, you know, we're talking about investigative work and building a team. I talk about uh, a lot of the show. I talk about building teams. So I get a lot of those comp constant questions about stuff like that. How do you put together a good team? How do you know what's right for you? How do you pick a direction you want to go? You know, And it's all trial and error. Um, at a point when you and I first started, um, I was very uh, kind of boxed into my thinking because all I want to do was science, 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 science. I wanted hard facts, hard proof, you know, and that's great you know, for those who want to do that. But I found that I closed my mind off a little bit to the psychic aspect, the metaphysical side, which I was growing up with. And I thought that I realized that I was getting away from that. And I didn't want to get away from that. I wanted to expand that and bring it into the science of things, which opened my mind to a lot of stuff. And then you and I started doing a lot of filming together. And I think it was a show we were filming, and they said, hey, why don't you just bring in a psychic, see how it goes, and then we'll go from there. If you totally hate it, we won't do this anymore, blah, blah, blah. And it ended up working out incredibly, because I, I believe we brought in Tuesday Miles, and she was able to validate a lot of the stuff that we were experiencing, which opened up a whole other aspect of investigation. It made the whole, uh, what I call, what I like to refer to as my flashlight, uh, more expansive and bigger. So that's another thing that I learned of us working together with other people like that. We can bounce off the things that we're experiencing, what we're feeling. Um, when you and I worked with Mark Nelson, it was interesting because he would get something, but either you or I would pick up on something and we'd wait for him to show up just so we could see what he's thinking to see if we were correct. You know, And that happened. Every single time without failure, you got it, I got it, and then he comes in and validates. And I that is incredibly special to me. It feels good because what you're talking about or what he's talking about, what I photograph is what is you it's validation through it's a visual proof, complete proof of what is there, whether it's human spirit or 
whatever else comes through there to show itself. Exactly. And I think that's, that's awesome. Um, what's interesting is like, like you're just saying, you know, it's, it's good to have people like them come by and validate stuff, but it's, we would go out to a place and within, you know, half hour or so we're already making contact with stuff and it'd be funny because mark would say something like hey i'm picking up on a little old lady and she looks like this i think she's got glasses I mean, she's showing me something and then you would end up getting a photograph of something that looks like a little old lady's head with glasses on i mean uh that can't be coincidental i mean there's no way in, in this kind of field I'm, I'm not really going on coincidences uh, I think I did at one point in my life, but now that it happens so much that I, I can't say it's a coincidence. It's all linked. Because if he's picking up on something like that, and you're picking up on something like that, and I would get like an EVP of some little old lady asking me if I live there. I mean, uh, that's 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 pretty uh, conclusive for me. That's good stuff. So, Including an incredible CE5 experiment. That was amazing to me to have everyone together to even photograph what extraterrestrials, universal beings, whatever you want to call them, but to be in that in tune and in touch was a huge learning aspect as far as working with the deep universe, so to speak. I mean, the spirits come as quickly as a blink of an eye, but to also dive into other sciences and types of beings out there which are plentiful um it fascinates me yeah absolutely that was an incredible experience and i'm looking forward to setting an outdoors one up pretty soon oh, good. So we'll, we'll, we'll getting into that as well uh so you've been on the radio show before so let's kind of go back to some of that stuff and one of my favorite questions to ask everybody who comes on the show is uh start with your background for those who don't know uh, your history or they're tuning in now to the podcast versus the radio show. I'd like to give them all that advantage of hearing your story and how you got involved with the paranormal. Okay. When I was very young, I'm from New Orleans and I lived in this nice house and I was in my bedroom and then I had horrible fears in that room. I knew someone was watching me. I could feel them touch me and no one was there. Um, this feeling went from the bedroom to the bathroom and that's it. Cause I'd run to the top of the stairs and it was my safe zone. So nothing was there beyond that. Many years later, I asked my father, I told him the story and he said, okay, I purchased the home from a female, a lady who's a dentist. Cause there was a dentist office within the home and her mother, who was paralyzed, who lived upstairs in my room and could only get to the bathroom. So <clears throat> that's when I became aware of there's something else there. Some it's just I didn't know because I was young. But as time went on, I'd take pictures and I came across a photo with um, at a surprise party for my father's my sisters and I threw a really nice party, but in the corner of this photo was my grandfather who passed away, but he was dressed up in this suit and tie like he always was. And it was exactly him. It's clear as day. 
So I started looking into the photographs and taking more and not wanting to wait to get them developed. I'd go right in, pay extra to get them that day. So yes, they, these pictures and people come on regular or developed film. But since we have cell phones and other, any type of cameras, I've been actually extending myself to connect with people locally around the world. And for instance, when we go on investigations uh, or I meet somebody who has lost a loved one, we talk about them, we think about them, and then I try to connect with them. I take photographs and they're not always in the mirror. They're not always, it's not always, it doesn't always require scrying, just communication and asking to be in a photo, whether the person's there or not. I also work around the world doing this. But leading up to that was pretty much diving into science. What can I do? How far can I stretch this? How much more can I help other people deeply in any way that I can? So connecting, photographing, going on investigations. I've just come up with so many different things, mostly human spirit, but we do have extraterrestrials, what I call non-humans, whether they're amphibious or looking creatures or whatever they are. They're my non-human category. Then they have animals. I have been able to communicate with humans or clients looking for, say, a passed away brother. And I get the brother, but then there's two cats in the photograph. And the person, the client will say, oh, those are both my cats. They're together in the same world. And it is beautiful. There's my brother. There's my cats. And it's very comforting. So that charges me. I really like that part of what I do. So just experimenting and leading up from taking little pictures to diving into the connection part of what I do has become amazing. And I'm very thankful to have this gift. And I hope to further that. So yes. I do have a question for you, though. Yes. Why was there a dental office in your house? Were you living in like in a building, like an apartment building? No, it was just this huge home just outside of Canal Street in New Orleans in Lakeview. And the house, when you walk in, was a normal house upstairs, downstairs. But if you entered from the side of the house, there was this dental, just big dentist office in there. It was... Um, I remember a very um, hardcore female dentist. I really did not like her or that <laughs> the drill. Well, yeah, of course. I'm sure. But I, you know, I'd always sneak in there and grab little toys out of her box <laughs> when she yeah. wasn't there. But oh, wow. yes, um, knowing that her mother did live upstairs, she was paralyzed, could only get from the bedroom to the bathroom. Solve that story right there. So as I say, every picture we take, every picture has a story that is, it can be incredibly deep, meaning connecting with people who've lost loved ones or investigations, finding out why things happened in particular and being able to validate that through photography and our amazing crew. I 
love the fact that we can put those pieces together and solve stories and missing persons cases. And not only where's that jewelry or where's that ring and who took it, but, but a whole lot more. And, you know, I don't think detectives can do the kind of work that we do, but it sure solves a lot. Absolutely. Very, very cool. Um, so when I started talking to you in the beginning and then I started investigating with you, um, there was some, you joined the team and you were looking for that spot. I mean, a lot of us were kind of doing the same thing over and over again. And then you kind of went off on your own tangent to really get into the photography stuff versus all the spirit boxes and all the EVP work. Um, Tell us a little bit about that thinking, because that's an important one, too. When I'm telling people to put together their teams, a lot of people start working with their friends and doing the weekend stuff, but then those friends start tapering off because they're doing whatever. Then you come across other people you meet in the industry or in the field who you pair up with and you do more stuff with, and that's how you build a stronger, stronger team, just like we did over the years. But what was like really caught your your uh, attention when you started doing the photography work when i asked for <clears throat> how can i help to a higher power god whatever you want to call him i basically asked for more and when i get when i do that i get fed clients just that's why you, our team had so many back-to-back clients over many many years but I know everybody's busy and sometimes local people here um, would ask me for help. So at first I really couldn't do this myself because I don't have the ability or believe in myself when I hear something um, in my head or just something comes to me. I just didn't believe with, I didn't believe in myself, but working with others and really getting into what I do has led to having specifically learning from you, Stefan. I have purchased my own equipment and played with that. But recently, I one of my kids' fr- friends, his father passed away. His mother had such a hard, hard, hard time. So I told her I'd come over. Well, as you and I know, when you have a huge crowd of people, it doesn't always work. And I was really surprised because there are eight people and um, I could tell non-believers were there and they were there to test me and check it out, see what was going on. And that's fine. I welcome whoever wants to be there because it is what it is. It will explain itself. Anyway, on conducting this session, immediately... And photographing, I have, starting with photographs, I have the husband and other people in the family clearly seen. But running this session was awesome because the first word that came out was Greg. I said, who's Greg? Oh, that's my husband's brother. They're twins. And he passed away months before the father did. So all of a sudden we have this running cool conversation because his wife had such a hard time and is still having a hard time, although she's much better. 
Um, she was drinking beer, you know, just trying to relax, had never gone through what we do before. And I promised her healing, a huge healing session. So the husband was saying things like, keep drinking. And she drank her beer and just then he would call out on his son and the entire reading was beautiful. And I did it myself and it felt That's good. Awesome. Yes. And I had people walk up to me going, I really don't understand it, but it's really cool. And I could just say, you have to think of science and really we do not die. We are on the other side. We're through the veil. There's so many ways to put this individually, what people's thoughts are as to what it's like over there, but it, we're not that far. They come in the blink of an eye and it was so wonderful. It felt so good, but I can't do it without my crew all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good and, it, and it's really important a lot of people remember that when we're dealing with private resident stuff um you're not only there to help the client with their situation uh regardless what it is you're also there for the spirit who if they need help we're trying to offer help if they need to say something we're there to try to get that story and relay that message whatever it is so it's like you're doing uh counseling for both parties you know um, exactly trying, trying to find that medium of what's happening because that that, that spirit needs something or they want well to say put. something or they're attached to that person not like the bad attachments like i was talking about at the beginning that's, that's not good but sometimes like a family member yes. you know if if a spouse dies or a child dies you know it's horrible but they're 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 it happens to them so fast i mean death happens at a, in a split second yes. you could be in a car accident and the impact happens and it's already over with. You're not, you're not suffering. You're not dwelling through this transformation. It's just over. Yes. And sometimes they realize, Hey, I just died, but I'm, I'm okay. I feel all right. You know, and why is my mom crying? I'm okay. So they want to go and they want to let the loved ones know that, Hey, I'm right here. I'm okay. We totally exist after this. We're, we do. No, we're going to all be together, and, and that's the case. So we're trying to get those messages out. So Exactly. That's an important thing. I'm glad you're able to do that and give that comfort to that family. It is amazing. She stopped me several times um, and thanked me and thanked me and hugged me and said, I couldn't have done this without you. And the 15-year-old boy, he's he feels so much better because – um, not only matching a regular photo of what the father looked like then, he also came back, which was fascinating. Um, the wife was in her kitchen kind of just pretending, you know, she was just having a hard time, just wishing her husband was um, holding her. And I was videotaping and I saw orbs, dust, but this one was not... Um, just an orb, just dust. So I took my video, stopped screenshot, and I looked at this thing on her, a blurry spot. And that photograph was her husband at a very young age, maybe 12, which is identical to her son's photo. So the photo matching the spirit photo, the both photos look like their son. So 
that was really neat. Stop the video, screenshot it, and and then really work the photo. And that's what I came up with. It was unique and it was cool. Yeah, that's awesome that you have that connection with them. And one of the big things that I like to do, especially when I'm dealing with spirits, um, and you don't see this as much on TV, I think they're going a little bit back to it, is um, trying that interaction with the spirit. Um, I know for years now with the reality TV, and, and there's so much of it, and a lot of it's garbage, because they're trying to recreate things that are they're seeing, but they're doing it wrong sometimes. Uh, I think that in itself is a learning lesson because I see some of the newer shows and they're getting better at what they're doing. Um, but they used to always be challenging the ghosts and, and calling them out, you know, and uh, taunting and, and stuff like that. And I, uh, I don't see that technique working a lot. You get these aggressive spirits that try to challenge you, but that's far and, and few in between. But that's not something we're trying to do and go to a private residence. We're not trying to shout at grandma who's coming to pay a visit to the baby. You know, you better come over here or we're going to get you. You know, <laughs> that, that's not necessary. And with my experience and the stuff that I've been doing for a lot of the, the TV shows lately, uh, I'm there for the spirit person, you know, whoever that, that might be. Uh, I want them to come and hang out with me. I don't want to chase them away. I want to invite them to hang out. I, uh, one of the big things I did was the Paranormal Music Party, which was which was a great experience, where I told all the spirits, hey, I'm going to have a party next week, and it's for you. We're going to play music, and we're going to dance, and blah, blah, blah. So I, I started doing that, uh, different genres they would have listened to, and we were able to successfully get it stick figures with SLS cameras all dancing and snapping their yeah. fingers and tapping oh, their that's having a good time, you know, and, and other people would hit me up and say, Hey, I saw that show when you did that. I totally respect you for that. That was pretty rad. You know, you're, you're not taking advantage of the spirit. You're trying to have fun. And I'm on court. If somebody comes into your house and they're acting like a dick, you're not going to want to hang out with them. You're going to go hang out outside or do something else while they're at your house until they go. But if you're there to have fun, let them know, hey, man, I want to party with you. They might want to hang out with you, and they'll be in your pictures. They'll, 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 they'll dance in front of your camera. Whatever it is, they'll talk to you and tell you what they like. You know, it's That's the mindset. We need to really interact and embrace these spirits that are, are lingering behind. Let them know, that, hey, we're here for you. You know, That's the difference. Exactly. And our crossing people over as many times as our Pacific Coast Paranormal Crew has done is always tearful for me because it is so real. And then to at the theater, the Majestic Theater, um, that boy, you know, hearing his mother, his mother say thank you because we crossed him over, and then getting a picture of him was awesome. I mean, that really makes you feel good inside, and to be there for them, like you're saying, is is great and i've learned from you for, you have to have respect first and i think a lot of people get battery drainage doesn't happen here i don't know why and i've learned not to be afraid whereas some people have seen some pictures uh that i've taken and they know what these things are barry taft knows what this thing is with wings 
And then um, David from our Haunted Lives saw this creature I had. He had like a lightsaber kind of picture from a private residence. And he saw that thing and was horrified of it. But when I see it, I just, maybe I block it. I don't want to have fear, but I've learned not to have fear from you from Tuesday. Don't have any fear because it feeds the negative. So, so far it's all been good experiences. We've had some creepy stuff happen. Yes. But it's, it's, I love it. I, I, from the day we've done this with my mother's picture, um, with the trap camera going back to her house and mm-hmm. oh, just amazing reactions and studies that we've done over 14 or more years. Yes. So in the beginning, I was talking about uh, some amazing things where I had to put myself in check and really evaluate what I was looking at. Uh, that example is the photograph of your mother. Uh, I've seen a lot of good pictures in my time. Uh, I've seen, you know, people, shadows, all that stuff. But I've never seen anything of that clarity. And I know um, what's interesting is you showed it to me and I was like, my brain just cycled through it and going, no, no, this must be some kind of glitch or some old photograph or blah, blah, blah. And I had to think about it for like four hours and kind of dwell on it. Uh, because it was such a good picture. But I knew that you just got that trap cam when when you got it. And I knew already that your mom just passed away. So there's no way you got that trap cam and filmed your mom because she was already gone by the time you got that trap cam. Because I was at that house and I know we're we're, we're moving stuff out of the kitchen and getting stuff ready. So there's no way mom's living there because you were getting ready to put the house on the market. Right. So I had to go through all that thinking and say, wow, this is just really good. And, and things like that, you don't really expect that to happen. But that whole, the whole scenario of what went down um, just played out incredibly, almost like textbook. When you see pictures like on TV, and of course this episode was uh, on uh, Ghost, uh, my ghost story. Halloween and, night, they put it on. Halloween night, because that was yeah. such an incredible picture. Um, but exactly that, you don't expect these things to happen. When they do, the, the environment's correct. Uh, so. I'm going to let you tell the story of that picture. I can tell the story, but I'm going to jump all over the place. So why don't you tell me exactly how that picture unfolded? After I purchased the trap camera, I knew the right place to put it, which I went and I set it up to take three consecutive pictures versus video. I put it in the path where my mother... Uh, had walked because she was sick. She passed away of ovarian cancer, but she she had a fairly large house, but stayed downstairs. It's just easier. So she went from one room to the kitchen and then, you know, back and there's a restroom there too. So I put the camera on the counter facing the whole space in the area where she'd go back and forth, set it up 
and immediately left out of the garage. So I was not in any part of that photograph. I left it for, I think, three or four days because of the size of the battery. I let it just kind of do its thing. I came back. It was dusk. So I picked up my camera. I locked the doors and I went home, opened that trap camera up. And the first picture was just completely white, blank. The second picture was her husband standing next to the oven where he always barbecued and cooked and you couldn't you saw more or less of his uh lower half shorts and legs but then the third photo was my mother um when she passed away of she well she had chemotherapy in which case she lost her hair and it regrew real short and super dark so in the photograph she's walking through the kitchen and you can see her tiny little short hair and she's looking just outside is what it looks like to me but there's really it's the pool is outside and there's a fence but i don't think she's seeing that it, she's just walking through the house and it it caught her photograph and it's so clear like uh looking at you and i but in black and white it's that um, to me was an amazing catch and i haven't i've caught a few clear but not that clear that was a wonderful gift for her to come through like that and she has two or three other times as well in photographs but not that clear but that was really cool that was good proof that people don't die people don't pass away we transition because i know she's there my daughter felt her my daughter ashlyn felt her touch her shoulder she could feel the spaces within the fingers so that is on my ghost story. And that was really a good show because it was really true. And that's when I learned deeply that I'm okay with myself. Something ever happened. And I teach my kids, we don't die. And it's a really strange thing to say, but having visual proof, animals, people, and whatever else is out there is, it feels really good to know eternity is real. Absolutely. And one, one of the things I was, I was pointing out is uh, in the photograph, not just your mom, obviously there's Ashlyn and Peyton when she was much younger. So the story is uh, Peyton was running around in the kitchen going, oh. no, 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 and Ashlyn came in to check on her coming in right. the laundry room. Mm -hmm. And she experienced all that stuff. That all happened all at the same time. I don't know if the camera went off because Peyton was running around and triggered that, but I think you got so. all three of them in the picture. And it's interesting because we knew that she was, when she passed away in the hospital and she was in the hospital for a while. And in the photograph, she's still wearing the hospital gown, her hair is short. Yes. Uh, she has her glasses on. You can yes. see her legs, part of her legs, and then it kind of starts fading out. Um, just just incredible picture it's one of my favorite it pictures. is it is it is i, can I talk about it a lot on some of the paracons that i speak about <laughs> it is it is so clear though to see that and yes i do believe what what really brought her in was peyton i think she was about three at the time running in circles uh, there were a lot of things were cleared out of the area in the kitchen but that brought her in and having her touch ashlyn and 
she just said she was an unbeliever until she felt that. So to know her grandmother's there made her feel good to know, you know, I could see her and she came through was really cool. It's an amazing photo. That's awesome. And I'm glad you got it. That opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people. Like you said, Ashley was was on the fence. She was kind of a non-believer, but something after that that she experienced, she became a believer. And that went on to um, the second episode, which was My Ghost Story Caught on Camera. We did the playroom thing where she was hanging out in the playroom and uh, that nasty guy in there was trying to mess with her and her friends. And uh, for those who are listening, uh, you're listening to My Darkest Hour, and those who are watching are watching uh, My Darkest Hour. For those who follow the show, you guys know that I've talked in the, uh, a bit in the past about the playroom at Tara's house. Um, it was the story I'm talking about is when me and Steve were in there, and our good friend. Uh, Sid Schultz gave me uh, a spirit box to take home and play with because I wasn't a big believer in the spirit box. Uh, I've seen people use it. It was just like somebody sweeping through the radio and I'm hearing a lot of commercials and people talking. So obviously uh, from the scientific aspect of investigation, I'm thinking, okay, there's a lot of word matrixing here. Yeah, sure. Whatever, you know, it's great. I'm going to go on because I don't care because I don't think it's real. Um, we set it up in the garage or the playroom where we knew you had a spirit which we've heard him talk we've had interactions with him so i wanted to test it out and immediately it started cursing at us and calling us names it was yelling at me and steve they want it wanted to kick me in a place where i do not want to get kicked said um, it was going to hurt you i remember yeah. i'm going to hurt you yeah he's all, he's all, i'm going to hurt you leave now I had to kick you in the you know you know what mm-hmm. uh, it's like sure you know and, and it kind of Took Steve for a minute because he was kind of stunned, like, "Well, what's going on here? Uh, what are we doing?" And the spirit would say, "Looking for ghosts," and just like, just kind of, kind of aggressive dude. And I had to really control everything and say, "Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. We just want to ask a couple of questions. If you do that for us, then we're gonna fail. We'll leave you alone for the rest of the afternoon." Blah blah blah. And it just kind of went from there, you know. And that was an incredible experience. So. Um, able to get those pictures of uh, the black masses and stuff floating around the room. I believe you got a picture of a guy that's like a head behind one of the recliners that were in the garage. Yes. I also have video of Austin, my uh, one of my kids when he was, I think, three or four that, that night, later that night, and he was sitting on the couch and I, I, could tell something was in there and I said, get out. And this was on video and you could hear no. And the fan turns on right behind him. So he turns his head to look at the fan, which was really creepy. No, (laughs) this is my house, (laughs) you know? So it's a battle of get out of my house. Protective of my kids. So yeah, that was something It was an interesting um negative kind of spirit <laughs> yeah not, not not so much fun I, you know i just wonder whatever happened to that guy hopefully he would find the piece that he needed and moved on because no one needs to be hanging out in somebody's garage it's not necessary. <laughs> so yeah so let's talk a little bit about um years go by 
you and I are the David Omen house. Our good friend David, who everybody you know on the show loves that guy. Uh, he's a wild one. Um, but we're doing the seance. I think it's the the, the Manson victims like thirty uh, fifth anniversary, one of the anniversaries. Yes. And we were in the we were in what we call the game room, which has all the trophies and all that stuff. Um, I remember being in there, and there's a lot of things going on. Uh, I think at one point, uh, it was August 7th, and everyone's like, I know you guys are thinking, like, how does he remember that? That's incredible. I know. <laughs> it's really good. One of investigations ago. It was my mother's birthday. Yeah, there was a psychic in there. We were playing around with some of the spirit boxes, and we, you know, uh, oh, the psychic was doing the seance and saying, "Hey, there's somebody here, not related to the house. There's somebody here with me." Blah blah blah. Uh, and he and he looks at me and goes, "I think they're related to you, or has, has an attachment to you." I'm like, "Me? Okay, what?" Blah blah blah. And he's all, "It's a lady, and and she's here." And I'm like, "No way." They were trying to figure it out. And I said, it must be my mom. She passed away uh, recently, and today is her birthday, and I'm always with her on her birthday. So I thought, that must be it. So everyone decided to sing happy birthday to my mom, which was awesome. And the, the blinkers and the meters were all blinking and doing everything. And uh, my, a friend of mine was doing EVP work, and he was able to get um, – my mom's voice. Oh, good. Because they're all after she said happy birthday, and, and David said happy birthday to mom's mom. And you hear this lady go, "Hello," oh. and that was my mom's voice. I heard it, and I was like, "Oh my god, my mom, it's awesome, <laughs> great." So after that happens, we switch positions. I'm sitting down. Uh, we're doing more seance stuff. Uh, sitting next to me was Scotty. And then right next to her was you. And uh, some things were happening. And I said, uh, it just feels weird in here. And then she goes, I feel really hot right now. I, I don't know what's going on. I just feel really warm right here. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, Tara, Tara, Tara. And you're like, okay. She started taking all these pictures. And the picture you got was this crazy uh, type of energy anomaly like on her head. It was like right on her face. You couldn't even see her face anymore. It was just that immersive you know um that was an incredible experience for those who uh, can go to tara's uh website and look at the stuff that she has up there she's got quite a bit so um you guys can check that out but i was blown away with that because i was there in the experience and then you got that photograph um tell us about what you saw in the photograph and, and the experience you did when you brought it to uh, the other people at the experts, like Barry Taft. Oh, Barry studied that photo for 14 hours and put it through so many filters and was amazed. He saw more a scientific um, geo... It's an anomaly, but a geometric anomaly... And it's a long scientific name. It's been a few years, but he could explain the transition and the energy. What I saw and see in that picture are a few people, 
But the amazing thing that I actually see is a spirit holding a cross with an upside down goblet right next to it. But the cross is amplified on the door in the house. So questioning why would a heavenly type spirit be there? It, I believe it was something positive, carrying a cross. Um, and what's the upside down goblet signify? I don't know, but I've it, it is clearly seen. So to amplify that picture or the cross onto the wall, the door, so many people just looked and investigated into this photo and it's, it is incredible. It is amazing. I'm actually looking for it to see if I can find it for you as we're talking, if you would like me to. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll just be real quick. Cause I know they're coming up here. Here it is. Okay. I'm going to pull this right up. Sorry, it may take a second there. Okay. Not long, though. Here we go. This was really interesting because Scotty, you know, you can't even tell it's her. And the photograph I'm going to show right now. I'm trying to get it as clearly seen as I can. Ooh, not easy. But there, sorry. Right, can you zoom in on just her picture? Let me see if I can get it. Just her? I'm... Just her. Like, zoom in. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you got like six there, and they're like, which one am I looking at here? Can you see it? Okay. Hold on. Right there. Hold on. Leave it right there. So that right there, everybody, is the part of the, the geomagnetic anomaly that is right on Scotty's head. And that top flat piece right there, that's the piece that you're talking about. It looks like an upside down uh, goblet. goblet. Yes. Huh. Yes. The goblet part is interesting. And that's the spirit with the cross. That amplifies on the door. Okay, yeah, right there. I see that. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, you'll even see that. Interesting because, like I said, every picture tells a story, but what is this story? It's, um, you know, the, the spirit carrying a cross into somebody's house. That's interesting because I don't feel any, any negativity there myself. Um, it was all wonderful, but there's this really interesting photo. That has just to study that to Barry Taff put that in one of his books and he just goes on about a lot of scientific study with it. So that's interesting. Yeah, very cool. Very, very cool catch. I mean, that's not our typical uh, ghost picture. It's uh, more entailed, I guess. So there's more to it than just the simple. Uh, spirit walking by or making connection because it took uh, a lot of energy. I mean, she is completely engulfed in this electrical uh, cloud, so to speak, that's like running her head, which is, and it's interesting because I'm sitting right next to her and it didn't happen to me as far as I know. 
Uh, I wasn't having the heat flashes like she would. I wonder why uh, whatever it was was making that connection with her. Right. So and he, yeah, just odd as can be. That good catch, yes. Uh, if you guys look below, I put up the banner for for Tara, spirit photographer. Uh, if you want to see more of her pictures, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Tara Paranormal and you'll look up or you can just look up Tara Mead and you'll bring up her pages. Uh, she's got a couple of them and a lot of them have pretty much some of the, the key photographs on there. So you know, hit her up if you want her to look at one of your photos or some evidence you might have. Uh, feel free to message her and she is also on instagram you can find her easily on there and share stories share photographs share video uh, she'll give you her opinion and um, don't be mad at her if she tells you it's not what you think it is because it happens to me all the time but you guys are asking for me to give you my opinion i'm giving you my opinion don't hate me for it i wasn't there when the photograph was taken i don't know the whole story i'm just looking at a photograph and telling you what i'm seeing you send me a video and something's walking through the wall sure you know but you know i'm just doing the best i can with what i got so please don't get mad at me if i give you the answer that you don't want so the man with the knife the, the naked spirit that was interesting yeah i was like wait a minute that guy's not naked that's a knife but okay <laughs> i've always looked at if it you want to be a naked guy then go to town but that guy <laughs> so i'm not hanging out with him. regardless whether it's a knife or he's naked, I'm just not down and hanging out. Not into it. Put some spirit clothes on, buddy. What's going on? <laughs> high school. Yeah. So, well, that's awesome. Um, we have a little bit of time left, and I know there's one thing I, I definitely want to bring up that is happening, and I am talking about uh, the Paracon coming up. So a lot of you know that we have been featuring speakers for the Paracon on this show, talking a little bit about uh, what they do in their experiences. And this is going to be the Pacific Coast Paracon starting tomorrow. At, uh, there's, a, there's a daytime ghost walk. Uh, it should be fun. It takes about an hour for those who want in the area want to come by and, and take a walk around the Majestic Ventura Theater that Tara and I did for season one. Uh, episode one and two. Tara is obviously a speaker. She's going to be talking about her work in the paranormal. She's going to be showing uh, her photographs at the table. So we're doing a presentation, showing a little bit more and talking a bit more in detail about spirit photography. And at one point, she will be doing a couple of workshops over at the table. So make sure you hit her up and get on that schedule. And she will uh, talk a little bit about that and show you what she's got going on. And then, of course, after that Paracon, we are having the seance with Patty Negri uh, and those who added on the, that extra ticket to be a part of that. And then after that, we are doing a four-hour paranormal investigation of the Majestic Ventura Theater. First time open to the public to be a part of this, and that is completely sold out. Uh, so you guys can stop emailing me about that because I don't have any more spots. Um, but I will be doing this again. I will be opening it up to some more people who are serious about investigating. So hit me up. I will get you on that list and we'll get you in there and you can visit our awesome, wonderful spirits 
of the Majestic, who I love so much. They are great and always fun to hang out with. Uh, we only have a few minutes left, so tell people where they can get a hold of you, uh, even though I just did that. Uh, and what's next for you? I'm following you wherever you go. <laughs> just, um, I've just, I do have cases built up that when we have the time there, they understand we're busy, but I have cases for us. And, um, just whenever I get hit up, I help anyone I can, but I am more than happy to help with pictures. Um, Christy recently went to Bobby Mackey's very, I believe last week. Cool. And I, she took a picture just kind of behind her and I saw what she was taking a picture of. And she said she didn't want to really discuss what happened. Cause it was probably pretty creepy, but I saw what she was thinking she saw, but I enhanced it a bit and I could show her it was some creepy man, but it is um, just to further science. That's my goal to keep up to be able to help um there are a few places that have hit me up people um that have grants to further the paranormal field and so i'm going to be a part of that and try to help any way that i can and just basically i love spending time with my crew each of you i love you make me feel so good. So it's like having family together. It is have it is family. We are family. But getting together and do what we do, I just am so charged. It just it's beautiful. It's healing for the world. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can't decide it better. I mean it's exactly we've been doing this a long time. We're gonna continue doing this uh even longer. Um we have some great people that are coming along to join us and really help us document a lot of the things that we do uh so you know we're going to get back to helping people and we're going to be doing a lot more filming and continuing the the, the paraflix series uh for those of you who've seen the stuff that we've done recently on discovery plus thanks for reaching out and letting us know about that and we got some new people to introduce i'm real excited about that and uh, like i said you're going to see a lot more of tara and i doing a lot more investigative work and it's not going to be the same boring cookie cutter stuff that you're seeing now. Uh, I decided to get away from a lot of those trends because I just have trouble following trends. I mean, just to be right. me. I got to do it my my way, which is I the like that. way of everybody else. So hope you guys like it, and we will see you guys soon. Tara, thank you so much for spending time with us, and I really appreciate it. Thank it's always you good for to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I just, I appreciate that so much. And you made me feel really good. And I appreciate being able to uh, visually show people on your show that, you know, there's a place we go. We don't die. Our physical bodies, we look the same on the other side. We are usually younger, but can appear anyway. And to recognize one another through the spirit photos. And it is good to be able to do that. And I thank you very much for letting me show everyone. And absolutely. I look forward to any time that we spend together because it's always the best. Thank you, Tara. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, for having me and then I will see you tomorrow. Yes, the... you will. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. I got to get there early and continue setting up. So 
I'll be tired right. by the time you show up. <laughs> I'll bring you some. If you need anything, let me know. I'll bring Coffee. it to you. Coffee be great. Got it. All right. Okay. All right, Tara. I'll talk to you later. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Thank you. Right. Have a great night. Thanks again. No problem. All right, everybody. That is spirit photographer Tara Me joining us right here on My Darkest Hour. Great to have you guys here. Appreciate everyone coming. For those of you who really reached out and are excited to come to the Paracon tomorrow and the next day, really going to have a lot of fun. Uh, I, I know there's a lot of big name speakers on there, but those are all my friends. They're all my close friends that I just love spending time with. And every year I'm just going to keep adding to it and thinking of more and more fun stuff for all of us to do. So please stay tuned with us. Uh, go to the PacificCoastParacon.com website and check it out. Follow us at the Pacific Coast Paracon page on Facebook and Instagram. And, um, you know, there's also the Pacific Coast Paranormal page. And like I said, we're going to be getting really active coming into the fall here. So we're going to be doing a lot of things. And we'll be keeping you guys going with us. We'll be doing more live feeds like I promised last year. We're going to start getting into more stuff this year. And uh, that's going to be it for this edition of My Darkest Hour. Quick shout out to all my sponsors. I uh, want to say thank you to Live Paranormal and everybody who does all the hard work over there promoting and setting things up. I want to say thank you to Blog Talk Radio for giving us the foundation, the hosting site, for putting this all together. Thank you to everybody at iHeartRadio who's promoting the show. Um, and now that we are on Apple TV as well, uh, thank you to all you new viewers who are joining us for the first time. I know it's the last episode. There was quite a bit of you new people joining us. So thank you. Tell your friends. Bring the family. Huddle around the computer. You see us on TV. Hit the TV and TiVo that stuff. But TiVo is still a thing, right? I know they call it uh, recording on TV. I don't know. I'm old, so deal with it. So anyway, uh, we will see you guys next time right here on My Darkest Hour. There. There what? I'm getting a picture. Oh, hold on. I didn't hit end broadcast yet. This is what we do after we're done with, with talking to you guys. We see around on the camera. For real this time. Good night. Woo! See you guys next time. Oh, quick shout out to Mike and everybody at P-Tech, my sponsors who build us all those lights. They'll be at the Paracon too. Special edition lighting and stuff. So hit those guys up when you show up. And we'll see you guys next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.